Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. Good Friday morning to you at 611. Vince is back Monday. Mike Spalding sitting in studio today. Thank you, Mike, for being here. Debbie Lazaga has your roads. Brandon Snide, usually at the sports desk, is now in the producing desk. Greg Pancake, he'll have the day off. So everyone kind of moving around a little bit today. So thank you for doing all of that. So one of the big stories of today will be the emergency meeting. An emergency meeting will take place in Franklin between the mayor, some of the alder people, and the Rock Management. Of course, the Rock is a facility that has the milkmen. It has all those baseball fields. You can ski there in the winter months. They also had the uh, Tacos and Tequila event this past weekend. uh, Concerts, apparently. (laughs) Yes. So anyway, a lot of people have been frustrated with the inconsistencies of the sound ordinances and how many decibels and decibel limits can be passed by the rock when it has some of these events. So now they're just, essentially, they're going to talk today. We'll find out if they can come up with some kind of common ground or figure out a way to maybe mitigate some of the sound. Mitigating isn't impossible, but it's certainly not necessarily easy to do either. Uh, The rock complex there in Franklin has a lot going on, other than uh, when it has games and has uh, people using the baseball fields. They also have that uh, new golf facility there. So lots of people are in that thing, and that's got the lights flashing and the music playing, too. So there's always an event there. The Rock has been very successful. It's done very well. You know, you, you root for for uh, developments like that. But obviously there's been some frustration, especially after what happened last weekend with tacos and tequila. Not only the event itself, but the, uh, the, the audio and the sound and the noise that it created. Well, you know, it's a quiet-ish part of the community over in that area i mean you're kind of not in the middle of nowhere but it is a little bit more rural when you're talking about the communities around milwaukee yeah, in, yeah. in franklin and i don't think it helps them that they're on top of a hill either like there's you know i know there's mitigation efforts but when you look at it you're just looking up and so that sound just carries all over well, the place to them and they do do a lot of concerts there like it is a very active place you mentioned the the golf there's a bunch of restaurants and stuff mm-hmm, like that it's yeah. a very bustling area which i'm sure is a change over what five years ago when there was nothing out there so i would anticipate that both sides want to figure out a plan both sides want to see this work both sides want to be good neighbors and whatnot so today's the day they will meet we'll find out what happens there if they can come up with a plan are they just gonna can you just turn it down like one notch (laughs) just one decimal the city says can you turn it down five mike zimmerman comes back says we'll turn it down one they meet somewhere in the middle three and a half yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Six fourteen. we have sports next and holy cow brewers fans today could be the day Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano. Vince is back Monday. Eric Bilstead along with Mike Spaulding. So one of the most amazing feats in human history is taking place this weekend, I'm telling you. I would argue it's one of the most incredible things to happen of all time, but especially at least this century so far. We are going to send back asteroid dust. It happens on Sunday. We've been telling you about this. OSIRIS-REx, it's a spacecraft that we first launched back in 2016. It sat and orbited around an asteroid for two years. Two years. 
before finally landing on this malleable planet. It was like landing on one of those ballrooms when you go to like uh, Chuck E. Cheese and you jump in the, the balls like those little kids jumping. It's like landing on that. So a very malleable surface. It was able to grab some content from said asteroid. Now it's flying back and it's going to send that capsule containing eight ounces of asteroid rock and soil from space back to Utah this Sunday. What could possibly go wrong? And Debbie thinks the world's <laughs> going to end. She thinks there's going to be some kind of something's going to mutate alien virus, <laughs> something crazy like that. See, I think it's going to be super cool. I think the idea behind this only means we can do more and more of this type of stuff in the future. Here's the best part. This isn't it for Osiris. It's going to send all of that information, those eight ounces of rock, back to us here on, in, on, on Earth. And then it's going to go, okay, you know what, I'll go check out another asteroid. So it's going to fly to another asteroid and check out Apophis, I think it's called, and maybe land there in five or six years. It has that much fuel? That's yes. amazing, man. Isn't that great? That so is pretty cool. Yeah. I would contend, other than air conditioning, this is one of the most amazing things humans have ever been able to accomplish. And it's going to happen this weekend. So we'll see how this goes. We'll get you an update on Monday. But uh, If this, we're still here. <laughs> if we have not been taken over by some alien virus that is going to open up in Utah. Um, but what this is supposed to do, by the way, Debbie, is that studying this sample is supposed to, according to NASA, under, help scientists understand what details about the origins of our solar system. Here's the thing. Our folks that work at NASA are, are so smart as it is, they probably already know what's in the capsule. They probably they already, are pretty brilliant. Right? I'm sure their hypothesis of the, the geological remnants that they look at will, you know what? It's probably a lot of ore and some other old rock. Like they probably already know what most of this is anyway. Yeah. Most of it, though. I want Debbie. Yeah. I think they know what's in there and they're nervous. <laughs> Not tell us. You some think they weird tell us? Symbiote. They tell us? Yeah, some weird symbiote is in there. So we should be concerned that they're doing this in the, uh, the deserts of Utah. I'm because just saying. We should have our minds open to the fact that in 48 hours from now, we might know something that we weren't prepared to know about the universe. Humans of Earth are ready to move on to the next evolutionary step, whether we like it or not, I guess. <laughs> so pretty cool. I uh, This is what what I, I enjoy about this type of stuff is just the, the mass of people that have to work together to make this happen. You want to talk about a team of people with all different brilliant intelligences if that's a word coming together to be able to pull something off like this so kudos to you nasa kudos yeah partnership that has lasted more than 30 years coming to an end at the milwaukee county zoo the nonprofit ocean connections is going to be leaving the zoo they're the ones that have the harbor seals. We spent 32 years educating generations about marine mammals, our footprint, the impact that you have on their future. And so to say goodbye to all of that, it's devastating. That is uh, Ocean Connections founder Shelley Ballman uh, talking to TMJ4 News. Yeah, she started Oceans of Fun back in 1991 at the zoo. Then it turned into Ocean's Connections in 2018. The facility currently home to two seal lions and two harbor seals. Their names, Diego, Reese, Satura, and Scooter. So yeah, unfortunately, 
Uh, there's a lot of maintenance that needs to be done, and it's too much for the zoo to handle. Ballman not happy about it. Unfortunately, the zoo did not prioritize this. They did not allocate money towards it. And without the, allocate, without the allocation, we can't continue to keep marine mammals here. So the zoo telling TMJ4 News that the expense to the pool and to the facility would be far more than the zoo can accommodate. So that footprint will disappear. That's that pool area. When you first come in, it'd be um, north there on the northeast side of the zoo, I believe. Um, that will disappear here in December. So December 3rd will be the last day. Meanwhile, other news coming from the zoo. Here come the rhinos. New rhino exhibit has been approved. So that will bring rhinos back to the zoo for the first time since pre-pandemic. So changes to the Milwaukee County Zoo. 644, your Milwaukee Brewers win tonight and they're in the playoffs. And something else could happen today that could help them clinch the NL Central tonight. That story in a minute. Running for a cause, and he's running right now. ESPN Milwaukee's and WDTMJ's Brian D is out in the elements enjoying a nice run this morning. Where are you at, Brian? Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Wisconsin. I am uh, along the lake just north of downtown Milwaukee. I just heard Debbie there. i got to be honest, on foot and running might be a little more efficient than 43 north or southbound has been for like the last three or four weeks. So yes. Beautiful morning, burnt orange sun coming up over Lake Michigan. And I'm excited to be running for Camp One Step in a couple of weeks for the Chicago Marathon. Right, yeah. So Brian D. is running for a cause. He's running in the marathon, and that's what you're training for right now. And you just mentioned Camp One Step. Tell us about Camp One Step. What makes it so important? So Camp One Step uh, has a couple of different locations all over our state. Uh, it's basically summer camp for kids that have been diagnosed with cancer just to make them feel like kids again. Wonderful people, wonderful kids doing amazing things in our state. It takes about $1,700 to send a kid to camp free for the summer. We've raised about $1,400 thus far. So if 26 folks out there listening right now across the state donate 10 bucks, 20 bucks, one person for each mile of the marathon, we will get to our goal by the end of the morning today and a child that's been diagnosed with cancer this summer camp, this upcoming summer. That's fantastic news, Brian. That's a really awesome initiative that you're, uh, you're heading up. Hey, tell us real quickly about your, your, your training process here. I know this isn't the first time you've done something like this. Do you, when you're done with the marathon next month, are you like taking days off, or is it like a you don't got to get ready if you stay ready type situation? I mean, it's a little bit of that, but those couple of days after the marathon, I'm just going to be a vacuum cleaner when it comes to eating, right? It'll be <laughs> pizza and cheese curds and brats and beers and anything I can get my hand on. Um, but the training process is fun. We're now in what they call the taper. So our longest runs are sort of done. And it's just about staying healthy and getting to that start line in Chicago uh, two weeks from Sunday. Brian D. running on behalf of Camp One Step. If you'd like to get more information or would like to donate a couple of bucks, just text the word RUN to the Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. I, I feel like we should have you do something, Brian, like you should sing some sticks or something as you're running along the lakefront just to get other people's attention. Yes, exactly. I can freak some people out. Hey, how are you this morning? You know, say, hi to, say hi to the state of Wisconsin. What's happening? You know? It's fun. Like, that's one of the beautiful parts of Milwaukee for me is there's so many folks out and about all the time, regardless of the weather, whether it's a nice late summer, early fall morning like this, or dead cold in winter. People like to enjoy lakefront uh, in Milwaukee and really across the state. 
So uh, it makes some of the longer runs a heck of a lot more fun. Well, and, and knowing you're running for a cause is pretty special too. Brian D., thank you so much for what you're doing, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Support Camp One Step if you can, and I'll carry you every step of the way in a couple of weeks in Chicago. Brian D. doesn't even sound like he's running. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, guys. Text the word RUN to the Old National Bank. Talk and text line 855-616-1620. We'll send you all the information if you're interested in Camp One Step and the remarkable thing that it does. Right now, 6.57. Time now for Business Headlines.